This complete 10-part series podcast hosted by me, Anna Parker Naples, is dedicated to telling you everything you need to know about why you need to have a legendary podcast launch. In this episode, I want to talk you through how we go about creating a bespoke launch strategy. We have several people who approach us about working with us in the podcast agency who are concerned that they've seen others promote a podcast in a particular way and they don't feel that that would be the right thing for their audience. It doesn't feel good to them. It feels a little bit icky and uncomfortable. So I want to talk you through the process of deciding how to encourage an entrepreneur and support an entrepreneur to launch their particular show. The launch strategy process really starts when we look at an early stage of the consultancy period, where we get a much greater understanding of the audience that we're speaking to. What is that particular podcaster doing in the rest of their business? How are they showing up on social media? Do they have pockets of people who are already huge fans of theirs? And what we're doing when we build out the launch strategy is that we're taking all of the information we have as industry experts who are launching successful podcasts almost every single week We're taking the information that we have about the options available to get a show kickstarted in a powerful way. And then we're able to speak with the entrepreneur and really get an understanding of how they're showing up for their audience generally, what feels as though it would be a good fit. And from there, we can meet this middle road where we can be sharing some of the launch strategies we know work really well, what gets great results, and we can get rid of the things that don't feel as though they're appropriate in this particular instance. So every time we launch a show, it's not just a one-size-fits-all. It's always a bespoke experience. Having said that, we do have email templates that we recommend if email is an effective form of marketing for that particular entrepreneur. We do have methods of of live delivery that we recommend in order to get more brand awareness out there. But what we're not in the business of doing is making sure that everyone who works with us has to follow a particular pattern that is not going to get your podcast the best results. Having said that, we would always question and challenge resistance that you have to working in a particular way. What we're doing at launch is we're giving you the best opportunity to build an audience right from the word go. And what's quite common and usual and to be expected is that your show will accelerate into a subcategory or into a main category such as business or personal development. That then means that in other countries, you are potentially then going to chart or chart in a subcategory. And this also means that it's giving you much more fodder for your social media content. There are a lot of people in your audience who will not listen to your show, even though they like you, until they think that your show is successful. And this credibility, this social proof is really powerful and valuable. We have launched podcasts for people who have huge audiences, thousands and thousands of people on their email lists or following them on Instagram or any other platform. 
We have also launched podcasts for people who have very little social media presence. They have a much smaller following in order to come and support them at the beginning of their podcast. And so we're able, by using these various techniques that we have in our toolkit, to work out exactly the best way to do that that doesn't require vast numbers. And What I want you to understand about that launch process is that it is important to kickstart your show in the right way. One of the biggest mistakes podcasters can make is waiting until their show is successful until they tell anyone to go and listen. I see this all of the time. I want to share with you some comments from Lisa Mitchell, who, when she started planning out her podcast with us, had very little social media following, but was working at a very high level with extremely senior CEOs, quite artistic visionaries. And she knew that having a podcast would be a way to catapult and springboard the rest of her business in an online arena. Today, I wanted to bring in front of you Lisa Mitchell. We've been supporting her launch of the Visionary Founders podcast this week. And I thought it'd be interesting for you to hear a little bit about what goes on behind the scenes when we have a podcast launch. So, hey, Lisa, how are you? Tell us about what this week's been like for you. Gosh, it's been intense. And Anna told me it would be intense. And I didn't really fathom exactly what that meant. But do you know, actually, it's been really amazing. I haven't launched anything really in this way before. And I've just had the most amazing feedback. That's been one of the nicest things for me because I launched a podcast to have more impact, to get my voice out into the world, which is obviously why I came to you. And, you know, I've just had this sense I want to have a bigger impact in the world and get people to really hear what I need to say. And I feel like I've really done that this week. And I definitely could not have done it without you. I mean, I'm just, I have no idea of all the machinations behind the scenes, but I'm very grateful for it all. because oh, I well, know- well, that's nice to hear. I mean, we had an added challenge with your show because Apple updated a few days ago, which caused all of the systems behind the scenes in the whole podcast space to kind of go a little bit wonky. I think if you were launching on your own at the moment, anybody launching on their own at the moment has got so many more hurdles to cross without yeah. even understanding what it normally looks like. So we've been able to kind of jump through hoops that other people just wouldn't even realise with that. Even on Saturday when that, those upgrades were happening and I couldn't register the show, and I know one of your teams spent the whole of Saturday or Sunday, I can't remember today it was now, trying to sort that out in the background, you know? So, you know, I'm a firm believer, do the things that you do best. You know, I'm good at communicating and speaking and being with my clients, and that's all I had to do on this podcast, and then hand everything over to you, which has been perfect for me. I mean, that is re- the reality of what we do. Once we We've done the consultancy parts. We've worked out that we're actually going to be supporting you to get the right mission out there, which is really important, yeah. I think, to get yeah. real clarity on your message. We then have sort of arranged the agency so that you literally record and then we take care of the rest and, and that's it. Obviously, we liaise about the design and the branding and the, all of the elements of the show. What I'd love for you to share, Lisa, is what was it that brought you to wanting to launch a podcast in the first place? Why was that important um, to you? You know, I've had it in my mind for a while. And I think I've heard your name mentioned through various people. So I had your name in my head. I was like, I'm going to do it. I should talk to Anna, you know. But I think I've tried different routes to sort of get my voice out in the world. And I had a Facebook group and I don't know, it just didn't work for me. I don't know why. I just, it probably wasn't my right target market, actually. But I've known I want to do something that gets my voice out into the world. And I want to be a speaker. That's my other thing that I'm going to move into this year. So I feel like the podcast was a great way for me to transition from being 
more working with organizations and big leaders into more of that mass market space. And that's really what I wanted to do. So I, I was looking, you know, I love your new branding and, you know, making your voice louder and all of that stuff, because I just feel like I've been quite emotional this week, actually, getting feedback from people, because I think it's allowed me to be on my bigger mission. And that's really what I was looking to do, was to be one of those voices in the world that creates change. Yeah. And what I think I I kind of want to highlight here is that you are working with extremely high caliber individuals, household names, and what then become their corporations, but that don't start off as corporations, can't start off as those seedlings of ideas. And whilst you're doing incredible, powerful work like that, you're not somebody who's coming to us to launch a podcast who already knows that you've got an email list of 50,000 people or, you know, 80,000 people following you on Instagram. So, you know, we knew that in order to reach the people that you want to, to reach in some ways you, you've not got those kind of numbers on your side no, but it's no, important really, yeah. to get that message out there anyway so talk through for those watching what's happened for your show then what have been the highlights of this week so I, I want to highlight something actually just popped into my mind when you were saying earlier because what you did brilliantly at the beginning is articulate what the podcast was about and you know we talked about that and you have a real skill for that and Actually, that's been really helpful for me, even beyond the podcast, because I've been flip-flopping around for a while about where exactly I'm going to focus. So I think it's actually beyond the podcast. I've now created my website as, you know, for Visionary Founders. And I feel so much more aligned in that message now than I did before we had those conversations. So I want to say the impact of that is kind of bigger than, you know, than I anticipated. And then to be in the charts around, like, other amazing like as you say people with like thousands and god knows how many people on their list and to be able to play in that same space has been really exciting so I think at one point we were 53 on the top business charts in the UK which I was just like wow and I was looking around me going oh I'm in the same category as these guys that's amazing and we finished at number 10 in the UK entrepreneurial charts which again to be in the top 10 of all the entrepreneurs in the UK and coming back to what you said it's not like I have an a massive following and a massive list and I did have a bit of a wobble about that before we launched of going my god maybe it'll flop maybe don't you listen but you know and I said I can't say that I understand everything you do behind the scenes but I know everything you've done to optimize it and I'm astonished by where I've got to quite honestly and the reaction that it's had so let's talk about that then let's talk about the feedback and the validation that you've received from people you know people you don't know describe what that's been like You know, what's been interesting is I was traditionally somebody that would work with groups or one-on-one. So I'd be a one-on-one coach with people or I'd work with a group of, say, 12 people. And that's great, but you're only impacting on 12 people at a time. And that's why I wanted to do something bigger. And what's been interesting is that the feedback has been like, oh, you kind of reignited my sense of my vision in myself with listening to this podcast, or you've made me feel creative again, or this has changed me as a result of listening to this. And that's been the best thing for me because I'm kind of like, oh my God, it's actually, even though I'm not personally working with them, Mm -hmm. it's actually changing something in their life. And that's a big shift for me. And I knew I could do that. I didn't have a lack of confidence about that, but I just didn't have the forum. So now it's like, I'm going to go and on record my next batch. So I feel super motivated. I cannot wait to go and record the next ones. Mm-hmm. So it's really sort of reignited my passion to kind of speak and do things on a bigger, global, collective scale. And I appreciate you saying that it's not just about 
us working out how we optimize the podcast. That is what we do. But one of the things I was really passionate about, and it's become kind of the branding for my new podcast website, is that what we do is we help leaders get louder. But in order to do that, you've got to be super clear on your message. And I feel that that is something that above and beyond many other production agencies, that is something we are skilled to do. And actually, pretty much every single entrepreneur that's worked with us people who've been coaching for years, who are coaching thousands of people, how often are they actually looking at the clarity of their own message and the clarity of their own vision and the clarity of their own voice in that? And we often hear back that not only have we given clarity to the podcast and literally what to say and how to deliver it, but that that informs all sorts of shifts about what people actually want to be delivering into the world anyway. For me, that's where my two worlds collide. That's where, yes, we have all the production stuff, but what I feel like I'm personally here to do is help people reach the masses but it's always one person at a time you know when we originally had a conversation and I was like well sort of this or that blah 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 and then you wrote the description for the website and the introduction and whatever and I have to say I was blown away by that because I know what I do with clients is help articulate things that they can't see from very energetic kind of space actually and so I feel like somehow and it was only an hour conversation we had right probably less on the actual brand bit you just kind of managed to somehow channel it through and hone it down into something that was really powerful and also optimized for search engines and all of those things and that blows my mind because I'm not someone that can do things in concise ways. And so for you to make it optimized and also describe yeah. it, honestly, I think that's probably been one of the most powerful parts of the process for me. Amazing. Well, what we always say to people, yes, it's wonderful when we get the top charting numbers, the top tens, whatever. And some people kind of go, oh, well, does it really matter? For me, it does matter in that the more people we can get to see you in launch week, the more your show is going to grow organically. And it is kind of fun and it's a bit cool to get those numbers. But really, the impact of a podcast is getting the message right and and being able to be now found by those people who need to hear about you. And that is a much longer term process. So yeah, I'm thrilled for you that we've managed to get you your top 10 podcast and massive good luck with getting the Visionary Founders podcast out there. So any of you who are listening, do go and check out the Visionary Founders podcast with Lisa. uh, And we'd love to know what you think. So let give feedback to myself, give feedback to Lisa. We'd love to hear from you. If you know that you're ready to dive in and create your own legendary podcast launch, then head over to annapn.co forward slash launch and make sure that you listen to the rest of these episodes. We've only got two more to go to tell you everything that can happen as a result of working with us inside the podcast agency. If you know you're ready for your very own legendary podcast launch, we would love to work with you. Go to www.annapn.co forward slash launch and apply to work with us for your very own legendary podcast launch.